We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Clearly, President Biden is uniting us all. And at Netflix, we've decided to make a documentary on that. You might ask why. <laughs> Netflix, bitch. And by the way, what you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Trying to make that racist? He wasn't being racist. I'm about to make a documentary on that, too. And you might ask yourself why it's simple Netflix, skank. Everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African-American community, know how to use, know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination. My next documentary on Netflix, simple. All white people know how to get online. Black people don't. Netflix, ho. Obviously, here at Netflix, we know all that propaganda is doctored up by Fox News. But if you want to make some money on Netflix, let me tell you what to do. Go to the NASDAQ. Go to NFL X. X. We are ran like the XFL and we are woke like the NFL. NFL X, bitch. Make some money. You know what I'm saying? Netflix, skank. Warm it all up. Everything you got. This is Coach Ed Ogeron. Ellison, you Tigers, baby. Go Tigers. And you listen to that there antelope, that sports reloaded, remixed antelope, antidote on your uh, on your anchor. And um, you know, I just want to say, um, you know, um, the baseball team been doing all right. You know, uh, real busy with the football team. You know, them Saints doing all kinds of stuff, baby. We got a lot of things going on in the sports world, but um, you know, that boy Les Miles. I've, I've I've said it. You know what? I mean, I'm just gonna say he's a bonehead. You know, I mean, he ain't got game like Coach O. You know, Coach O. You know, he, he, uh, you know, you see, you may see that picture of me with that blonde, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm Coach O, baby. You know, I mean, it was, we, it was all consensual and everything. We, we, we was, uh, we, you know, we constipated the relationship. Everything was, was, you know, I mean, okay. It was, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't no harassing nobody, nothing like that, you know. But I mean, uh, hopefully my Tigers don't get sanctioned by the NCAA and all that, you know. But I mean, we gon' we gonna win on the football field no matter what, baby, because I am Coach O, bitch. Go Tigers. A thousand nations of the Persian Empire descend upon you. Our arrows will blot out the sun. And we will fight in the shade. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Sports Antelope, episode number 39. I'm your host, Danny Belts. A thousand nations of the mainstream media descend upon Baton Rouge. And let me tell you something. They better sharpen their spears and go ahead and shine their shields because they are there and their arrows will blot out the sun. They are in the state's capital right now from all syndicated newspapers across the country. I've done my homework on this. Oh yeah, stick around. We're going to be talking about that and a comparison to something else, per usual. Row Exotic comes on the show to talk about the Church of Woke. He's going to get into more of the Woke Pope, uh, more of their church activities in the Church of Woke. He's going to talk about, uh, he also has a take on Prince Cuckold, I mean Prince Harry. Tommy Bench comes in batting cleanup. I believe we'll be getting a take on Prince Cuck, I'm sorry, Prince Harry as well. COVID update. 
as well as some other things. You know, with Tommy Bench, it's always pretty wide open. And we'll be getting into the NCAA tournament. We'll get more and more into that uh, as we get out of these conference championships and these conference tournaments. Right now, the SEC tournament hasn't even started yet. Difficult to get into a lot of things right now. Still a lot of unknowns. I know I said that last week, but there still is so many unknowns. It's tough to talk about this from a sports gambling perspective and the way game times keep changing and days change. We even saw that yesterday uh, in the Colonial League. It, they just really, it's just difficult to do it, but we will be getting into the conference deep, um, as deep as you can, soon, probably next week. Just let the smoke clear a little bit, and then we'll be getting into the gambling side of things. And to be honest with you, sometimes I just feel like this podcast is just getting more towards just attacking the wokeness in the media. Not necessarily even liberals. Just people that I just can't. They're ruining sports for me. Ruining. I'll give an example. The NBA All-Star Game. I mean, usually that's one of the most watched sporting events in the United States. As a matter of fact, a few years ago, it was more people watched the NBA All-Star Game than they did the NFC Divisional Playoff Game. To put things to perspective, that is insane. Almost more than the AFC Championship, which is even more insane. Nobody watched the NBA All-Star Game. Lowest it's been in 17 years. Fourth quarter rule changes are ridiculous. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody cares. The only reason I watched it is because I had monetary concerns with something else I'm doing. And honestly, it was, it was horrible. The drunk neighbor had to watch it with me. I'm over here screaming like a child. He's telling me to calm down in my own house, and rightfully so. (laughs) I mean, just pathetic. And before the game started, there was about 38 minutes of just nonsense, a lot of BLM and some other things that I just still don't understand the NBA associates with. We all agree, every single black life matters, yes. But ironically enough, and coincidentally, a lot of them don't which we'll get into with Coach Cuck. I'm sorry, Coach K. A buddy of mine knows this is going to be one of the more listened to episodes. <laughs> he told me not to say, I've already ripped it off three times. Whatever, I am who I am. I'm going with it. I don't care. We'll get into that. So we'll probably have a less than an hour show for you today. <clears throat> I cannot, <clears throat> cannot beat whatever is happening to me again. I can't take enough Claritin. It just doesn't matter. Uh, I've been coughing up a storm for the last week, so bear with, please, and thank you. I see we have some new listeners in Oklahoma. That's awesome. Almost 20. That's pretty sick. I will tell you guys, I'm not a fan of your football program, and Tulane is going to beat you guys. I can't even pronounce this city. I don't know how there's that many people in this city. It looks like it's outside of Norman. Tulane is not going to play this game in the Superdome versus you September. They're going to be playing on Yeoman Stadium. South Claiborne Avenue, you heard me, we're not playing in the Superdome, so we will have home field advantage, and I'm not saying we're going to win, but we are going to cover, and Willie Fritz has not forgotten how Baker Mayfield and company laid on 42 points in the fourth quarter uh, in a blowout game uh, three, four years ago. I'm just getting it out there now. Also, we have some new listeners from Wyoming, Uh, Laramie, sick. We had two people there, now 10. We have a new listener in Augusta, Maine. I don't know anyone in Augusta, Maine. 
And we have four in New Mexico and five in Sacramento. I don't know anyone in New Mexico or Sacramento. Albuquerque in New Mexico. This is great. Actually, it's probably people that I was hollering at down there when I was visiting and talking to a few bartenders. If this you guys, awesome. Thanks for listening. A lot of new listeners now, so this is great. And this episode will not disappoint. Let's get to business. But before we do, be sure and follow us on Instagram at the Sports Antidote. Rate, subscribe, and review. That always helps. Once again, follow us at the Sports Antidote on Instagram. We are done with our Twitter campaign, even though Instagram is shadow banning us right now. Follow us. If you're listening to this and you're not following us, shame on you. Follow us. We need it. Rate, subscribe, and review. Coach K. Just a beacon of wokeness and just absolute white guilt. Who now has a conscience all of a sudden. Not to say hasn't in the past, but all of a sudden Duke isn't really good. And of course ESPN gets his back. Oh yes, yes. They are. They just don't have as much talent as they used to. Yeah, Duke has what we call the pick of the litter. Okay, They have a ton of talent. The thing is, is now, as we've spoken about and will repeat, is that inside that that home field advantage they have, home court advantage, is tantamount to the Saints in the Superdome. Okay, inside camera, that court, without that crowd, now they become very, very human all of a sudden, now, don't they? Barely 500, will they beat Boston College today? Congratulations on getting one game above 500. And Coach K lobbies to get into the tournament daily like a like a senator on the, you know, three months before their election day, talks to his constituents like Lindsey Graham, a.k.a. Senator Gramnesty in South Carolina, an absolute cuck uh, when I campaigned in college for Jim DeMint. God bless him. I still didn't like Lindsey Graham then, and that was 57,000 years ago. <laughs> Coach K goes on a big rant video about Black Lives Matter, and he opens up with, repeat after me, let's just say it, Black Lives Matter. I would play it, but I don't have the stomach for it right now. And yes, we all agree that Black Lives Matter, yes. But Coach K seems to be like everybody else and doesn't care about all the black lives that apparently don't matter. So let's just get into this real quick. And I would love to sit Coach Cuck, Coach K, down and say, hey, Coach, how do you feel about, uh, I don't know, the 10-month-old during all the George Floyd, during all this madness? The 10-month-old black infant child shot in Chicago July 27th who passed away two days later in the NICU. Do you want to say her name? How do you feel about that? And then he would come up with some arbitrary, stupid response. No one even reported that. Chicago's off to a roll. 81 murders up to February 25th. That's seven more than 2020. Last weekend, 22 were shot, two died. One was an 11-year-old, a black male, an 11-year-old adolescent. You want to say his name? I don't hear anyone saying his name. No. 81 murders. 79 of these people that are dead are African American. Coach, can you name me one of those people? 
I know you can name me Brianna Taylor, Coach K, but can you name me any of these guys? And I can go to every major city and go down the list if I wanted, but yet we don't have the time, nor do you, nor does he apparently, to do anything. But apparently Coach K and the rest of the woke white people, the white people are the problem. I can't emphasize that enough. The woke snowflakes are the biggest problem I have. We're just going to change the podcast name to I Hate White Snowflakes. I'm just going to do that. And just hammer on them like I do the punching bag on a Saturday morning, sweating out all the cabernet I drank on Friday night. And another thing about Coach K, he went on to talk about all the other, the other travesties that happened. No one's subtracting anything away from anyone that was killed, anyone killed by a white police officer. But it is startling to this day that Chicago is going to break records with murders already. And all of them will be black. And no one gives a shit. No one says a word about this. Ten-month-old girl? I put myself... Why don't you... I tell you what, Coach K, you want to start crying like you did in that video? Why don't you go to that funeral? Did you go to that funeral? Why don't you get in front of her mom at that funeral? You want to cry? Holy crap. I, 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 wouldn't, I don't even know if I would have made it out the door. I would have had to fall on my knees and faint because I have a three-year-old girl. And if that happened to her, I can't even talk about it. So, Coach K, again goes and delivers a great speech on that. And, of course, he thinks that's going to get him in the NCAA tournament. I hope they do get into the tournament. And I hope they get bounced by a 14 seed. Actually, they would be a 14 seed. I hope they get cracked by Colgate. That's what I want to see. The drunk neighbor would love Colgate to be Duke. All right, Belch, you're getting a little... Uh, this is what we do here now. This is it. This is just... This is reality. Okay? When, do the, when does the black life matter? It apparently only matters when it's taken at the hands of a white person, particularly a white cop. We all know it. But no one says a goddamn thing. And LeBron James was asked recently a softball question. Somebody actually softballed him instead of cabbage balled him. He'll never get hardballed about the murders happening in Cleveland, Ohio, where he's not from but close there too. And he deflected that. Like it was like a racquetball. It's so funny. And the face that he gave that chick was like, how dare you? He Greta, how dare you? <laughs> ask me that. Ask me about the white guy that killed a black guy. Yeah, ask me about that. No. You know, we talk about news. News is stuff that doesn't happen that often. <laughs> okay, but black on black violence happens so often it's not news and yet it's not talked about and it just completely besmirches all of the BLM insanity period it just does let's move on man i really can't get over that that infant getting killed i when that had I, I swear to god last year i'm sitting there in the middle of middle of the quarantine just i almost started crying they showed a picture of her i was just like I, i'm going to fall out of my chair but that didn't even hit. The, you didn't even see that. You have to Google that. You have to dig for that. Don't worry. Oh, I'm getting to the media real soon. The sports media too. Oh, yeah. The woke essay today. I'm sorry, USA today. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got some for you. So you want to come after LSU. Okay. I mean, the allegations are there. For those of you who don't know, apparently now there was a private and a federal investigation that was carried out on LSU 2013 on the head coach of the football team, Les Miles. Now, I don't know. I, I, I don't know Les Miles. Do you? No, you don't. Even if you're a hard pipe-hitting alumni, you may know him, but we don't know what happens behind closed doors. We just don't. So we can't say definitively 
or anything like he's a great guy. So we don't know, okay? I mean, my, my dad's associate pastor. Yeah, that's right. I said that. He's a pastor. Not anymore. He's retired. 20, 15, 20 years ago, who was like the light of me and my brother's life. We used to work out with the guy. He wrestled for Penn State. He was the ultimate male. He was, you know, he was an arborist. He used to pay us cash to work with him on the weekend and all. He was a great dude. We found out he was like running around on his wife with like teenagers the whole time. And I was like, well, you think you know a guy? You think you know a guy until you, until you don't. So we don't know. And I'm not taking any, anything away from any female allegations uh, towards LSU or against. I, we don't know. But we'll find out. That's not the point of this. The point is that right now we are digging up allegations that happened in 2013. And apparently Les Miles was not allowed to talk to female students after the probe was over. And the former athletic director, Joe Oliva, is on the record as saying, I wanted to fire him then. Okay, let's just really start there. Joe Oliva is a piece of shit. Okay, and yesterday, I have it on good authority that he watched Prince Harry take his wife. That shows the level of cuckoldry that he is at. Not a fan, am I. Okay, and then he comes out now, we haven't heard from him, and I wanted to fire him. You're the athletic director. Fire him. That's your job to make tough decisions, idiot. And you fire him after they go two and two and lose that ludicrous game. Just an idiot. LSU has been riddled with poor leadership. Paul Maneri right now, their baseball coach, is just listen to him talk. And he's having yeah, Alex pregnant. Loser. They're coming after Coach O right now too. We can't really get into that too. Uh, I mean, it's already starting on Twitter. I mean, I we did see the pictures of him on Instagram as Coach O alluded to earlier. With that smoke show blonde, uh, I'm pretty sure that was consensual. But they're going to find a way to me too him. But we'll stick with Les Miles for now. So Les Miles gets fired from Kansas. So here we are digging up a story from an irrelevant coach from the year I was married in 2013. Seems like an eon ago. Belt, well, belts. What's what, what? What's the big deal? What's, what, what are we talking about? We'll get it. We'll get in there. The mainstream media right now is all over Baton Rouge and at the Hyatt right now, the Hyatt Regency, excuse me, the Hyatt Place. I know for a fact that the New York Times is there right now. Why? I know someone that works there. There's eight of them. And one of them is a very famous correspondent. They are in Baton Rouge. This is what they're doing right now. If you don't believe me, go check out the Washington Post the Woke Essay Today, the San Francisco Wokeicle, I'm sorry, Chronicle, the New York Times, the Boston Globe, even the Houston Chronicle has crossed over the border and came east to Baton Rouge. I know all of this for a fact because they say it online. <laughs> They've already announced that they're there to do some investigative journalism, which I don't mind at all. I don't mind. This is what they're supposed to do. I think I'm not sure if this story warrants all of this participation. That's not me being an LSU fan, neither hither or tither. I'm just kind of scratching my head, kind of like the FBI investigating Will Wade. I don't think that taxpayer money should be really going to the head coach of LSU for paying players when that's all Coach Cuck does. If you don't think he paid Zion Williamson any money, you are an idiot. I mean, he got caught doing it. Nothing happened, of course. He's untouchable. He is the Elliot Ness of college basketball, absolutely. USA Today, 
Miles, banned from contacting female students after the 2013 probe. Jesse, Jessica Luther, a scathing liberal lunatic, far leftist nut job, is updating these stories by the hour. She did one six hours ago, yesterday, and the day before. If you don't believe me, go check. The USA Today is exhausting resources on sexual allegations at Louisiana State University. If you don't ask, what? We have all this shit going on at the border. We have all these issues right now with China invading Taiwan's airspace, expanding their navy to the biggest the world's ever seen, and invading our sea space. And we have more than enough problems. Oh, a ludicrous, ridiculous COVID bill with more pork in it, all right, than than a barbecue. And, and, And honestly, this is what we're doing? Okay, fine. I'll be objective on it. You want to be in a, you want to investigate it? Go ahead. It is a story. It could be a big one. It could be Watergate. Who knows? I just feel like there's other <clears throat> things you could be talking about, but no, let's stick to the narrative. The Lafayette advisor, the drunk neighbor, loves ULL. He actually calls them USL in disrespect. Now ULL is called the University of Louisiana. <clears throat> they are not fans of LSU. I'm not really a fan of their program, even though my dad went there. USL was the University of South Louisiana. It evolved to the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Excuse me. And now they demand to be called the University of Louisiana. If you don't do that, then they'll cancel your ass. Well, there is a spiteful troll that works for him. And uh, (laughs) I don't even want to say his name. You can go look this up. Les Miles' worst sin has been contributing to LSU's systematic culture of female abuse. They love systematic. So it's not systematic racism now. It's systematic culture of female abuse. You can systematically lick my nutsack. There is no proof of anything yet. So here we go again. Shoot first, ask later. And then when you find out you you hit someone and it wasn't the right person, whatever. We'll just dilute deflect, distract, do the typical thing the media does, and move on to the next thing we want to cancel. Well, it's a good thing for you that this isn't a nationally syndicated podcast, and it should be, because this ain't going nowhere. I'll fucking stay on this all month. I'll stay on this all year if I have to. And it's not because I'm from Louisiana, I root for LSU. No, it's because I already smell what's cooking, okay? I couldn't smell the seafood gumbo. My wife was making it, and I knew I had COVID January 2nd. Guess what? I can smell this seafood gumbo, and it smells like shit. Stick around. Oh, no, I haven't even gotten to work. This is, I'm just warm. Warm it all up. I'm warming it up. This is the appetizer. Lafayette advisor, joke-ass newspaper, joke-ass city. Fuck Lafayette. Joe Oliva again. I would have fired him. So, of course, they interviewed Joe Oliva. And again, here we go. Just, just everyone just holding hands now, saying kumbaya. And Les Miles is all of a sudden Epstein. Okay, I'm not saying he wasn't. Of course, he wasn't Epstein. Did he cheat on his wife? I don't know. She's pretty homely. <laughs> I don't really care. Trump cheated on his wife with Stormy Daniels. Don't care. Of course, they took that nine innings, Right? Remember that interview? She was high as a giraffe ass. Oh, that was great. That was amazing. Dan Banquette. Dan Banquette. No, Dan is the chief editor of the New York Times. He is from New Orleans. He went to St. Augustine. You'd think. God damn it. 
I'm sorry. This throat clearing thing, it, it, there's nothing I can do about it. So whatever. I know Tommy Bench. Don't mention it. Too bad. Let me drink some water. He's a local dude. He's an LSU fan. He's coming down on LSU harder than anyone. The New York Times is all over this. The largest syndicated newspaper in the most powerful country in the world. This is where they're exhausting their resources currently. Don't believe me? Go on their website. And I also, again, reiterate, I know for a fact that plenty of them are here doing their job, which I don't mind. I'll tell you what I do mind in a second. Alan Blinder from the New York Times, another radical nut job. He's down here. Oh, yeah. He's going to do his job. Melinda DeLatte from the Associated Depressed. Matthew Putney from the Boston Woke. He's here. You remember him? He's the one that ran up that Stormy Daniels Trump story like he raped her. <clears throat> I mean, he paid. Of course he had sex with her. I don't care. I don't care. I never did. Nobody voted for Trump because of his morals. Got to hear that. Nobody gives a rat's ass. Ralph, you know, remember Ralph D. Russo? Not DeRusso. He's so cool. He has to put that the consonant there for his middle initial. From the Chicago Woke Bune. Oh, they're all down here, baby. We're having a party. See, the far left hates football. They hate it. You could clearly see that from how they tried to cancel it. But the Southeastern Conference survived them. And they're the reason we had a national championship. They're the reason we had football. They're the reason the FBS is playing football right now. The, at the lower level is playing a sprint, all because of the SEC. Had they folded, this would not be happening. How ironic, though, that even though they want to cancel football, the football enables African Americans, who they, you know, that, that's all the movements behind them, a chance to get a scholarship, to go to college, to get an education, and for some of them to play professional sports and make millions of dollars. And they, wanted, they want to cancel college football. There was absolutely no doubt about that. We saw that through COVID. They try to do it through concussions. Now they try to do it through that, and they'll wait for their next avenue, and they'll continue to go on and on and on. It's not just the sports, sports media. It's the mainstream media you see on CNN or MSNBC, and you're probably wondering why I keep talking about all of this and all of this. It's all of this because seven of the largest syndicated newspapers are sitting in motherfucking Baton Rouge, Louisiana right now, Coming after LSU, I'm not, con- I'm not saying that's right nor wrong. I'm fine with it. Matter of fact, I'm fine with it. Go ahead. Do your job. But a sitting governor of New York right now, Anthony Cuomo, and you have to dig up stories about this man and the last chick that came out the closet that looks like Tina Fey. Now she's talking about sexual assault. There's a big difference between that and what the other women have alleged. And like my dad says, they're not all telling the truth, but they're not all lying. I remember he said that about Bill Clinton. They're not all telling the truth, but they're not all lying. And I agree. There's someone in there that's telling the truth. There's a picture of him at that wedding grabbing that other chick's face, Brooke, whatever. Looks like he's about to kiss her. And she looks just like some of the kids did when Joe Biden was grabbing them. Like, get off me. How is it that right now our ma- the mainstream media, again, the largest newspapers and the largest media outlets on the planet are in Baton Rouge talking about less miles. An age coach retired that won't show his face forever. And Coach O apparently now 
and LSU, and then they bring all the Title IX stuff back, and then we get all back to LSU and the fraternities and the white, the uh, the what the Deeks and what they did when the kids getting drunk and their sexual assault. It's like that's fine if you want to talk about that, but if there was ever any doubt that the media had a ludicrous bias, now they're attacking a Southern football team and this. This patriarchy sport, which they can't stand. And Coach O takes a picture with Donald Trump. They put that on the cover of the, the one of the main pictures of the New York Times. Coach O with Trump. It's because they won the national championship and went to the White House. Coach O is actually a Southern Democrat. He's good friends with the Democrat governor, John Bell Edwards. Who cares? He showed respect and went to the White House and shook his hand. If I was the coach of LSU in 2009, won the national championship, I'm making everybody go and we're shaking Barack Obama's hand. because He's the president of the United States and that's what you fucking do. Yeah, I didn't vote for him. So what? I'm still going to go show respect for the commander-in-chief of the greatest country the world's ever seen. I'm going to go shake his hand and get a picture and put it on Instagram. What? So that's how they slant that one. And Cuomo right now, who plans on running for governor again, now no one is there. The New York Times is sending people out of New York and into Louisiana when the play, uh, <laughs> right down the street from them, their own playboy, it's all coming out. No one says a word, especially his brother on the Clinton News Network, a.k.a. CNN, disgusting, revolting cuss. Cuomo Jr., who swears he holds 100-pound dumbbells over, lies about working out. Who does that? If you lie about that, you lie about everything. If you lie about that, I mean, God, who does that? I don't know one guy that really lies about the gym. And that's just an ultimate deal breaker for me. Stop it. What's the purpose of all this? The purpose is to show two things, twofold of this show. It's one on this episode to show how the media has crept into sports the way it is. These aren't even journal- these aren't sports journalists, and I use that term loosely. These are people that cover sheer politics that are here right now in Baton Rouge. And their arrows will blot out the sun. The LSU better come correct. These guys aren't leaving anytime soon. And they got <laughs> Their company cards go a long way. Even though the New York Times continues to show loss like every other liberal newspaper, they are funded beyond measure. They ain't going nowhere. They're here for a reason. And I tell you, it, it scares me. It does. And if there was allegation, if this is all true, people should be punished, jailed, fined, whatever. All that accordingly. But don't tell me that the media does not have an agenda when, again, their governor is getting no press for what's happening there and you're coming down to Baton Rouge, to try to dig up, to try to be some Indiana Jones, some archaeological find in 5,000 feet below the Earth's core, and you dig it up like the Holy Grail, and we're like, oh, look at this. When you haven't exhausted 10 cents against that piece of shit that is your governor, the New York Times, in New York. And shame on, the, shame on everybody for their blatant bias and continued subjective media nonsense that we have to deal with in sports and in normal media, and we can just agree, it is all done. Let's get into White Bitch of the Week. It's just too easy. It should be Coach Cock, but it's not. This is going to be Harry. I, you know... It, what ha- what are you talking about, Prince? Prince is right. Let's just call him Prince. That's about right. 
Look how, just look at this ginger, his creepy smile. He's a quadrillionaire with yellow teeth. The British dental thing apparently is a real thing. And then she gets, I'm not, it's white bitch of the week, not kind of black bitch of the week. Otherwise we'd get into her. But it's just white men on this segment. And I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to talk about it. If you don't know what's going on, if you haven't seen the Oprah interview, you'll hear a lot about it from Tommy Bench and, I assume, Bro Exotic. But Prince, you are white bitch of the week. Game. Blouses. Bro Exotic, what's up, Chief? Hey, what's going on, bro? Uh, Bro Exotic, founder of uh, Me Too, Mu Epsilon, Theta Omega Omega. What's going on, bro? Sick. It's good to have you back, man. Nothing. I'm over here chilling uh, on the woke East Coast. I'm sure you like it over here. I'm in a very purple state, North Carolina. Mm. I'm sure that you don't think anything shady happened in this state uh, last November. Uh, No, bro. Yeah, straight up, man. Straight up. So uh, I think today we're going to get – there was a request that you kind of dive more deep into the Church of Woke, which I believe you are. Uh, And then we're going to talk a little bit about – your thoughts about Prince Harry. I'm sure you have conflicting views to Tommy Bench, but I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor. This is your bit, so take it away. Oh, no problem, bro. So, yeah, so this is more about Woke Poop. So, Woke Poop, um, he essentially, he identifies as an inception, non-binary transgender. Um, Excuse so, me? Run that back. So, Woke Poop, he identifies as an inception, non-binary transgender. So, what, what, that, what that means is, like, while one person, like, could be trapped like in a it'd be a woman trapped in a man's body he's a man with what was formerly a man in his body but that man in his body had a woman trapped in his body so that inner man transitioned into a woman actually so basically like i said he's a uh an inception uh half non-binary and half transgender uh and then like so we took communion uh in uh woke church the other day and so basically, like our community, it, it's comprised of organic bread and free-range grape wine, but it's made from the free labor of the uh, woke church members whose ancestors either own slaves or have made some sort of drunk racist comment at a family uh, holiday get-together. And uh, we, we all do it, in, you know, the, uh, <laughs> out of respect for the Holy Trinity, which is uh, Mother Earth, Al Gore, and the Wokey Spirit. And um, our purpose as a community are really just for the Paris Agreement to cleanse us from our emissions. Uh, real quick, bro. Uh, are you going to church on Sunday? Uh, no, we go to church on uh, Tuesday, bro. Okay. Why, why do you go to church on Tuesday? Uh, because Tuesday is the second uh, day of the week. Uh, another word for two is by, and that's what we go towards, dude, just binary living. That makes perfect sense. Wow. Yeah, bro. That's incredible. Okay. Um. um and then also, so, uh, there's I know there's been a lot of talk like, well, what do you do for like church support? Do you tithe like like Christians do? Yes, we do tithe. We do. As a matter of fact, all new white members of the church woke uh, have a tithing obligation that needs to be completed in one year, and uh, it's sort of like a woke initiation. In uh in the first year, uh, you have to tithe the equivalent monetary amount to forty acres and a mule, just half of it, and then the other half needs to go uh towards uh transgender studies for impoverished countries so <laughs> what how generous how intelligent what an amazing plan i know dude um this is only for the white members though correct only only white you have one got year it. Got Hap, it. yeah got so you got uh we get white and 
equivalent of 40 acres in the mule. And then the other half goes towards uh, transgender studies in the province countries. And tithing is, um, this is necessary. I mean, this is non-negotiable with uh, this type of. It's not only necessary if you don't tithe, you're canceled. You can't. So, you, wow. Canceled right out of the own church of woke. That's, that's right, bro. So you guys will cancel your own. This is hardcore. Uh, we, is, there's no joke, bro. This we is don't, like we, groundbreaking. Like, we don't have this much, like, underground. Uh, we, we don't know what really goes on with Antifa. I mean, I hope you don't get in trouble for letting us know, kind of like Scientology, what's what's happening with the Church of Woke. Can you get in trouble or you should be okay, right? No, I'm kind of what's being uh, transitioned into a woke cardinal, so I got uh, I got immunity. I'm good. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> well, congratulations. Thanks, uh, bro. Let's talk real quick about, um, I think, uh, the Woke Pope's recent sermon. Yes. I think so. Most definitely. So, uh, yeah, Woke Pope, um, his last sermon was – very interesting one had us uh, really thinking a lot about uh, how we view the world because we're pretty much against the patriarchy. But uh, given the, the recent uh, news from like the, the royal family and everything, it seems to me like Harry, uh, you know, Pr- Prince Harry and his wife, they're so woke that they supersede the matriarchy of the Queen of England. So I think that, dude, like I think we need to actually put the patriarchy back in. I think that Prince Harry needs to be the king of England. Because his wokeness just supersedes the racism of the queen. Okay, wait, now but let's back up here. Is this your opinion or is this what the Pope – was this his sermon, the woke Pope? No, wait. All right, come on, dude. The woke don't have original thought. No, this is not my opinion. Uh, that's that's right. Yeah. That's, wow, and you're so woke you admit that. Right. Well, that's what you get when you're so woke you're woke and you can identify – you can pretty much tell anybody. Like you don't have any original thought anymore. I have yeah. everything that's uh, every thought in my mind has already been told to me. So, right. Why would you need to think about anything else? No, that's why I love the government. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why we love you. Well, bro, exotic. Uh, thanks for jumping on. Why don't you go ahead and ping your uh, Instagram, and uh, we'll send you on your woken way. Uh, most that, bro. So that's going to be uh, me on Instagram. It's going to be bro exotic. So B R E A U X exotic. And uh, no joke, stay woke, bro. Thanks for jumping on, man. You got it, bro. Bro, exotic. That was his best rip yet. Anybody seen Tommy Bench? Tommy Bench, what's up, Chief? Not much. Just waiting to get my $7,000 check from Uncle Joe. Sick. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get mine, too. And I'm going to go ahead and put it on red at Harris. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but just a cornucopia of things happening right now. But these times, again, I say it. It's the gift that keeps giving for your segment. And it's making me want to have my segment turn into your segment because it's just so much more fun to talk about all the insanity that's happening. Uh, where would you like to begin? The floor is yours. We, we will start with the recently passed coronavirus relief bill. Now, of course, Ooh. all, all the, the usual criticisms, $1.9 trillion, too much money. Half of it doesn't even go to anything related to coronavirus. What a waste. Pork, spending, better. all those things. Yes, yes, yes. Accurate criticisms. I sign on to almost all those. Uh, no, pretty much all of them. Also, this helicopter money. We're giving another round of economic stimulus to people who are gainfully employed. And I know somebody's going to be like, well, there's a small number of people whose taxes in one year, but then they got laid off. Fine. That's why they have unemployment benefits. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to love that you know, $7,000 check we're going to get. Um, and, and, and what's more interesting is I bet people who are close to phasing out um, – 
they're going to get all this money and they're going to do responsible people things with it, like pay off debt, put it in savings. Maybe, maybe I might actually upgrade to a 4K LED TV, but then the rest of it is going to debt, savings, tithe, charitable donations, responsible people things. What is really going to be interesting, I'm sure when all the data comes out many years from now and they find that people on the lower end of the income spectrum who are getting handed these really significant chunks of money. I mean, think about it. If you make, say you make 50 grand a year and you get handed $7,000. So that's, you're married and you got three kids. That's, I mean, that's a big deal, right? A lot of money. Unfortunately, I, I think we know a lot of people in those, in, in, on the lower end of the income spectrum will not do the most responsible things with it. One could argue that, well, it still helps the, econ- the broader economy by providing stimulus in the form of Keynesian lubrication to the fiscal system of a, Whatever, Chief. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. But there's, I, there's. A... I actually spoke. To... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to dive into a very specific aspect, but want to hear your comment on this. Well, I already talked to Bro Exotic, and he's taking his money and investing it into Woken Token. That's that new woke Bitcoin thing, um, and I'm really hoping it works out for him. But outlook not too good. Outlook not not too good. Not too good. They will eat themselves. Um, but. There is one very interesting provision of this relief bill that is not getting a lot of press. And, and you got to think about it for a second, why it's in there. There's a provision that states that any states that accept the federal money cannot cut taxes until 2024. Now, think about that for a second. What is who is that trying to affect and what is the outcome of that? OK, so that's this 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 bill was largely passed on party lines. Uh, in fact, it was exclu- exclusively on party lines. OK, so Democrats, this is a Democrat bill. That's not unfair to describe it that way. Democrats passed a passed a portion of this bill with a requirement that if states accept money, they can't redu- they can't give out tax cuts until 2024. That's not aimed at blue states. Blue states will never they're, they're never interested in giving tax cuts. If anything, they're all going to want to raise taxes. That's targeted at red states. Well, why do you want to prevent red states from cutting taxes? I think it's as simple as they want to prevent red states from continuing to have positive environments that people move to and people look to as an example of well-run governance, or at least at least business-friendly governance. You know, it might not be perfect in all areas, but having lower taxes has got to be more attractive than these high-tax blue states. And, and furthermore, I think they want to try to blunt any support that any of these Republican governors who might consider running in 2024 may gain by giving out tax cuts or pushing for tax cuts. It was just, it's a very interesting provision. I actually think there are some grounds to challenge it legally and and say there are some 10th amendment issues there where the federal government is essentially dictating to states policy on the ability to tax and, and the ability to tax and make decisions about how to tax is, is really one of the supremely important things for a sovereign government entity to have control of. And the idea that some other government entity can control it, I, I think there's a lot of issues. So it'll be interesting to see if that particular one, while kind of buried there deep and you know a couple of papers are reporting on it, but it's not a big talking point. It'll be interesting to see if that, that festers into something much more important with this particular $1.9 trillion monstrosity that well, has just passed and I mean, just likely headed for signature on Friday. Of course, of course. Um, and just think about, I mean, let's, we can be objective on this, but anytime any side, the Republicans are guilty of this too, 
But anytime any side wants to railroad something through, it just reminds me of that great adage that Madam Speaker gave us. We need to get this thing passed through so we can find out what's in it. Arguably the right. dumbest statement in the history of modern politics. But I just feel whenever we're trying to do this really quick, it's like, man, what are you – What I mean, what's the – I understand people may need money. I, can't, I, right. I get that. But the fact that you want to railroad it in just leaves my lead, lead, leads my mind to believe there's a lot of stuff in there you don't want me to see. And it's another size of the Encyclopedia Britannica. So God right. knows what's in there. But, yeah, I think um, there's it's, it's a good point you made. But I do think there's going to be a lot of things stemming from there that will start as saplings and grow into oak trees. But it's not the trees that we uh, we want to be grown. I can go ahead and tell you that now. Absolutely not. And, and the cost, I mean, the, the idea that we're throwing around trillions of dollars as if that's the way you and I think about 20 bucks. It's almost a trillion dollars is almost incomprehensible. It's almost impossible to fathom. It is. Yeah. Because you, you won't interact with a trillion dollars in your entire lifetime, you know, in terms of things you will own, things you will borrow, things you will buy, things you will sell. It, it, it's such a quantity of money. It's, it's, it's difficult for most people to grasp. Um, so, well, again, we'll, we'll, we'll all get our checks and those of us with kids might get this bumped up tax credit. There's still discussion about how that'll be implemented. But again, it, it's just more and more of this conditioning people to expect free government money. And, and, it's, and what's interesting is when you look at the income level, okay, married filing jointly $150,000, and that's adjusted gross income. So that's after all your deductions. And so you, you could be making 200 grand a year. And after your taxes and deductions and ch- all, the, all the other existing tax credits, your AGI might get slip under 150. So, so why are we handing people who could be making anywhere from 150 to 200 grand a year, seven, you know, five, six, seven thousand yeah, dollars? What, what to, is the point of that? To put things to perspective, on the term you said one billion, a billion is one million millions. That's right. how much a billion is. But, well, no, a trillion is but, a million. I, that's what I meant. A trillion is a million millions. It's a thousand billions, but right. uh, it's a lot of yeah. It's a it's a truckload of money, but hey, we get that. Let's keep it moving here. What we got next year? All right. So the CDC, the vaunted CDC. Oh, the, yes, yes. The, I mean, they, they, they sit at the top of Mount Olympus issuing forth their guidance as if they are the Oracle at Delphi, just telling us peons have, how to think. Have you okay. been, have you been routinely saying your hail Fauci's? You have, right? I well, in the name of the Fauci, the Biden, good, the Harris, Amen, and Ah Woman. Good. So that's the that's the new updated sign of the cross for uh, the the Church of Woke, I believe. Nice. Uh, especially the, the COVID denomination of the Church of Woke. You know, there's many denominations within the Church of Woke. Very secular. The COVID. Very secular. You know, but but you can hop from one church to the next and and switch denominations and very you know depending on what's fashionable. So all right, the CDC's come out. Oh, okay. If you've if you've been vaccinated and 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 you're with a bunch of other vaccinated people, you you can take your masks off and have conversations and basically be normal. And, and it's kind of like, really? It took it took two and a half months of this vaccine effort before we got to them saying that. Like, well, it's it's just it, it's so ridiculous that the things that are common sense, like now, for example, now. I think it's common sense that in really another month or two, if we keep this vaccination rate up in two months, we should be completely and totally back to normal because between pre pre 
occurring infections, previous infections and, and vaccine distribution by late May, we'll be at a point where nearly every adult and many children will have either been exposed to, you know, either received a vaccine or possibly been exposed to it. And either they contracted it or they didn't because some people have innate immunity to it. Uh, it's unknown what percentage of people. So uh, again, this, this, when I hear people even int- intimate or, or suggest like, well, might be 2022, it will not be, we could stop vaccinating right now and it will not be 2022 before life is back to normal. So let's just cut that out. All right, masks, of course, Texas mask mandate lifted. There's a very funny Facebook group called DFW Mask Free Businesses where they post about businesses that don't require masks. Interestingly, I went to a place called Outlaw Barbecue and they had one of those signs where, you know, we're not going to ask if you have a medical condition, so it's your choice to wear one or not. But I recently have spent some time in the Northeast and, and I am absolutely befuddled by the number of people in wide open public places, like a trail, you know, like, you know, paved asphalt trail that you walk on. And these people are hundreds of feet from other people and they're wearing a mask and they're by themselves walking their dog. They have a mask on. I, I like, I can only assume that means anytime they leave their house, they put a mask on. Yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, I, 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 I can't comprehend it. I get it. You're on an airplane or you're crowd. You're in a waiting room with other people. Like, fine, 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 fine. You want to continue doing that? Okay, fine. If it helps you feel better. But when you're by yourself walking and there is not another human being for hundreds of feet, and then you briefly pass by somebody who's six or eight feet away, and I just... It must be terrible to live in that kind of field. Well, how, how about living that type of stupidity? Did you see DC Drano post that Instagram picture of the one guy on a moped with a mask but without a helmet? <laughs> it's like, okay. That, that's, that, 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 that sums that, it up. That sums up. it all up. You don't even need – actually, that could bre- – that, I saw that picture and I was like, that is – that's not gold. That is uranium. Like, what? That, that is that, – that summarizes the, the inability of people – to, uh, to make a risk profile assessment and, and do some sort of risk analysis and say, okay, what is my risk of control? And, and, and people's counter argument is like, well, it's a minor inconvenience. It's a minor inconvenience that makes no difference. It literally, let, let, let's walk through this. I'm on a trail. It's one of these nice asphalt trails, you know, where you can work goes on for a couple miles. I see somebody coming a hundred feet away. We both like kind of get to our side of the trail. There's no discussion. There's no, all we're doing is breathing and we're passing each other, both walking about three miles an hour, standing eight to 10 feet apart. Like if, 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 if there's a single document incident instance of that type of scenario resulting in the contraction of COVID, then, then this thing's just so transmissible. We shouldn't even make an attempt. No, we should. Like if that, re- you only it, get it, this. You do not get this in passing, or in my ridiculous. You do not get it in, in passing. 2020, in the in every airport in North America, I would have contracted it at one of these hotels, restaurants, or airplanes. Or no, I, I, do I don't think you get it in passing. I don't, and and, no. and I think there's very good evidence. You don't even get it from contact. Well, I got so it from sitting was, next to a guy that had it and didn't know he had it. And we were talking at his, looking at a sports uh, almanac for 30 minutes, and then. I right. got it. That's how I got it. So. Right. I still don't know how I got it, but but I got it. I mean, I either got it from my kids or my wife had an Just ace blame it on case. Obama. That's what I do. But that's that's an, a fair thing. But at one point, I walked into a Wawa up here in the Northeast, and a, a woman was holding the door open using her jacket to hold the door handle. 
And I was like, oh, go ahead. And she's like, no, this way you don't have to hold, touch the door. Of course, then I had to walk three feet to the next door and open it. So like that kind of defeated the, but I, and I was just appreciative, but I, I just remember thinking that's got to be exhausting to have lived like that for the last year. And, and to think these, these minor things that you're doing that, yes, they're not huge inconveniences, but to think that they actually make a difference. That's, that's what gets me is people who, who are taking these quote precautions or actions thinking they make a difference. I just don't get it. So, well, they, yeah, they don't, but uh, yeah. So I don't want to go down the COVID train too hard, but yes, always good to have uh, that update. And I believe lastly, uh, the coup de gras, the, 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 not just the, the, dessert, the coup de gras. <laughs> oh, Prince cocky Harry. Um, I mean, can you just give he... us five minutes on the level of absurdity that is, I actually stomached my way through the whole interview with, with Oprah just to be able to see some of it. And the one that, before you say anything, the one that jumped out to me the most was when Oprah actually asked her a relatively hardball question and said, did you go into this marriage to make a brand for yourself? And she was like, right. can you imagine? And I almost swerved off the road because I was listening to the interview while I was driving over here on the East Coast. And uh, as I crush and continue to roll the company strategy over here, execution at its highest level. But I just remember thinking like, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that has said this, but there is no way a lateral move of being on a show I've never seen, never heard of, and you were barely, barely on the show for six or seven years is tantamount to being a princess. So Right, right. <laughs> or a, a duchess, yeah. uh, a duchess to be technical, technically correct. So, and, and I believe she was not even on Suits for the entire six or seven seasons that it ran. I think she was only on for three, maybe four. And before that, she was like a game show host well, you assistant. You absolutely take uh, this job to make a – you take this – excuse me. We'll say this role to take a step up for you and to socially climb, much like my scumbag right. uncle in Uptown New Orleans. I'm going to go ahead and just say that. Well, well not, not, not even socially climb, but – but financially and monetarily, let, let's let's ask a very easy question. But for her status as being married into the royal family of the United Kingdom, would she have been offered a Netflix and Spotify deal? The answer is no. The answer is no. Of course not. Of course not. No Netflix executive was watching Suits thinking, we should, we should hand this woman $20 million to produce stuff. Nobody in Spotify was thinking, we should hand that Meghan Markle. She's really something special. We should hand her you know, a ton of money. Um, and, and so it's just the, the idea that that wasn't at all a consideration and, or, all right, fine. Let's, let's say they really truly loved each other. The idea that they're not doing it now, that they're not taking advantage of the situation they've been presented now to build their brand is absolutely ludicrous. And, and the whole thing, the whole thing is nothing more than she she got in there and and there were some things she didn't like she didn't like some of the expectations and people are trying to make it seem like harry's a good guy because he didn't want what happened to his mother to happen to yeah, her whatever. He's why, why is it why villain. is it he's the real antagonist right. why yeah exactly because why is it that his older brother has not had to deal with any of these issues i mean and he's the one who's actually going to be king someday he and his wife somehow have managed to and don't even give me I'm so tired of people playing this race card because I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, like <laughs> Meghan Markle. If, if you didn't tell me she's, she's 
of African American extraction or lineage or heritage, whatever the appropriate term is. If you just said, showed me a picture and said ethnicity, I'd say I'd say she's pretty hot. Moving on, I, I mean she's 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 cute. So I I I don't know. Maybe maybe she pulled her like you'd ask. You would ask. You wouldn't state. You would not. She looks state more like a girl than my friend. Date. Right. She looks more Puerto Rican than anything. Yeah, like, Puerto Rican, maybe some Mediterranean heritage not, in there, but you would not look at her and 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 right away. And then so when when she put forward this story or this accusation that well, some people are concerned about the color of our child. I, fact check false. Yeah. Fact check false. Harry's so pale. I mean, he he could have married a very dark skinned woman, and I just I don't know. He's so pale. Well, so, they're actually the only official investigation happening right now, which no one's talking about, is the investigation <coughs> versus her against the right. help and Buckingham Palace. So this should right. be interesting to uncover uh, how I can't wait to see the end of the movie and the credits on this one. Uh, right. Well, and, and it's just it would be so fitting that, you know, somebody oh, somebody's so woke and we're, we're trying to take down this institution. I mean, if you think about it, the. The monarchy of the United Kingdom is probably one of the oldest, longest standing institutions that is representative of Western civilization. OK, so it, it has its place, even though we Americans like to joke that we haven't cared since 1776. Look, we do owe a lot of lineage to Western civilization, which was based in Western Europe, of which the United Kingdom played a central role. OK, but we see all the connections. So it, it's just this. Okay, I'm so woke. I'm going to get in here, tear down this institution. When in reality, I think it's the more plausible explanation is she was awful to the help. Because, you know, oh, the help. In, in well, some well, of these, no, the help. Right, right. Well, well, but they're all British, so they're all white people. So it's okay. We can talk okay. down to the help in, in the castle and, and amongst the royals there. But, you know, when, when you think about it, I think the approach that the royals take, I'm, I'm sure some of them are awful and terrible. They view it more as a duty, their role and their position in this privilege that they've been handed. And I have a feeling they're, they're relatively decent to quote the help and, and the servants and all that. I think people in Hollywood probably mistreat their underlings way worse well, you... because they just view them as, as paid staff who are just there to, to beckon to their every call where I think there's a slight expectation of a uh, slightly higher expectation of decency among the Royals and, and it would be gauche to mistreat people. Yeah. Uh, there, there's no doubt there's and, that in Hollywood. Uh, I mean, there's stories of uh, cat what, uh, that who's the chick from 40 year old, ver- uh, uh, not 40, oh, not 40 years. Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl as being one of the worst. Julia Roberts. So bad. Stories of like what, I mean, yeah. And it's not just the women, it's the men. Woody Harrelson apparently is off his rocker. And I'm not talking about just super work. I just marrying like, his stepdaughter. Stuff right. That he demands and how he talks to people. You hired someone that used to drive around. Uh, you hired someone for in a different life who previously to that used to chauffeur around a lot of celebrities in the New Orleans area when the governor Jindal had the tax right. credit thing and they were making movies in New Orleans like hotcakes. And his, some of his stories are just like, whoa, if I didn't know you, I wouldn't believe you, but I know you, so I do. So, yeah, they're all That's right. So, yeah. I'm just going to have a, so it's just... an, a whole Hollywood roasting episode one day. It'll have nothing to do with sports. And I'm just going to dive into all the insanity 
Um, oh, and by the way, uh, just so you know, uh, Gavin or Newsom, I got a phone call from my buddy in San Diego. Women's Brazilian waxing places are now considered essential business, but you still can't go bench press. The gyms are closed in California. Suck on that one. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thanks, well, Chief. hopefully it gets recalled. Well, final, final shout out to, uh, to the, our favorite Anadotians, our, our listeners. We appreciate the support. And, uh, hey, if you want to send a few bucks from your Uncle Joe Biden COVID stimulus into the Sports Antidote, you can do that on Anchor FM. Uh, help support the podcast. We'll help uh, promote some advertising, get the message out there. That's our, our plea to listeners. I like that. I like that a lot. Even though their Instagram is jacking with us right now, dude, because we're not. They are. Oh, there's no way they're not. There is no way that much exponential growth. And then all of a sudden, I'm, you nailed it. Some some intern looked at our, uh, looked at our uh, what do you call it, summary or whatever. Biography yeah, and, like, and said, canceled. Yeah. Anyway, well, look, man, anything you want to close with, Bench? You good here? No, I'm good here. I'm good. Looking forward to another fun week. Yeah, so, well, don't worry. The fruit will be on the ground. You won't even have to pick it. We'll catch up with you next week, pal. All right, out here. Thanks for joining the Sports Endnote, episode number 39 with your boy Danny Belts. Oh, they are here. Oh, yeah. They're up in Baton Rouge digging, baby. Just like they went to Anchorage, went after Sarah Palin. (laughs) She's dumb as shit, too. I don't care, but I'm just saying. It's just, it's amazing how these people think and function. It is unbelievable, the far left. And I don't talk about my liberal friends or people on this podcast. I mean the far leftists, particularly the media, is ruining everything. They're ruining our restaurants, our sports. Soon they'll ruin porn somehow. Porn's going to get woke. Imagine that. Pornhub will become Porn Woke Hub or something. I don't even know. Not even a big fan of porn. I'm just saying. That's next. Has to be. Why not? Makes sense. Thanks for Bro Exotic to jumping on the show here. Tommy Bench. Look forward to next week. We'll get deeper into the tournament. Hopefully Dickie Salvo will return. Thanks for Coach O for jumping on initially. I know you didn't do anything illicit, Coach. I hope Les Miles is innocent. God bless Louisiana State. And goddamn the mainstream media. I'm out. Keep it real, Anadotians. Yes, I'm gifted, never boosted, never shoplifted. I got the cash, but money ain't nothing. Make a